Hi everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Carlin, and with me today, I'm over the moon to have Alexi Hagen of Mimosa Tattoos on. So, Alexi's one of my oldest and closest friends. Uh, I've seen her with this stick and poke business go from strength to strength to strength. I've seen her when she started off to where she's at now. She was actually the person who did my very, very first one on my leg. And uh, I was like, I have to get her on. I have to get her on. She's very, very, very talented and really creative. And just a f- lovely person to chat to. So, we decided to make it a little bit more interesting in that... She's going to be giving me a tattoo while this episode is being recorded on my ribs. So um, super easy for me. Uh, not an easy episode for her to record at all. <laughs> She's in concentration, conversation, and trying to get me not to laugh and keep still for the whole thing. So <laughs> it was a very, very, very fun experience to record. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, we talk about how she got started, where she's at now, what artist she looks to creatively, and just a whole bunch of random topics that come up in conversation throughout the episode as well. So hope you enjoy it. Here's the theme music by Zach Stevenson. Okie dokie, let's go. Well, just let me know what way works for you, best for you. That, I guess? No, wait. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. I'm okay. Probably there. Okay, and then make sure the mic is near enough to your face. Doesn't have to be too close. Is this good? That's good, yeah. Nice. Okay, so we're here for... <laughs> this, is <good>. <laughs> this is gas. <laughs> so... <laughs> We're here for a new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm with Mimosa Tattoos, also known as Alexi Hagen. And she's going to be giving me a tattoo while I interview her. <laughs> this is such a good idea. It's, <laughs> people have told me it's a terrible idea. <laughs> it's, it's an idea. For it's sure. an idea for sure. It's <laughs> I'm getting on my ribs, by the way, for anybody who's wondering if I'm squirming the whole time. <laughs> I only have one. So, so Alexi, how did you get into tattooing? so i i got a kit online when i was like 22 or something when i was living in london um because i kind of had nothing else to do and started from there i was really shit first um what was your worst one (laughs) what was your worst one (laughs) oh god ugh I don't know. My worst ones are definitely on me. I was going to say, you did tattoo yourself when you started off, didn't yeah, you? I yeah, think that's yeah. a kind of like, isn't that kind of like a... I think ev- everyone does. Everyone does, it's yeah. Kinda, you know, it's, it's the best way to learn like how how deep you're meant to go. I'm going to start now. Work away. Just, just, just a warning. Thank you. No, that's okay. fine. I've had it before. It's fine. Oh, yeah, but the last one was on your leg. Yeah, big fatty leg. <laughs> I love tattooing legs. They're probably the easiest, I would imagine, no? Yeah, and especially like like upper thigh kind of is that is the side. best oh shit maybe just pull, pull it out and then maybe put it up there that's probably the best for you yeah okay yeah because now I'm, I'm leaning into yeah it. yeah um but yeah tattooing legs is great <laughs> um i've done one one tattoo kind of nearish the area where you're getting it kind of slightly more on the belly mm. and that that was really rough um the b- why was the belly rough you kind of had like nothing to push against if you know what i mean oh 
Oh, I suppose, yeah, unless you're tattooing like a fucking bodybuilder, it's probably a pits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've not tattooed many bodybuilders. <laughs> so if anybody what you talking about? I'm in peak physical <laughs> fitness right now. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. Yeah, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, not that bad. But the funny thing I should mention, by the way, uh, myself and Alexi have been friends for a very long time. And Alexi, before she even was tattooing, for whatever bizarre reason, said, I'm going to give you your first one. Yeah, that's so when, wild. When she was when, like 19. Yeah. <laughs> when I said that, like I had no, no, like, I don't know. I didn't think that I would actually end up doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, like I got my first kit really, really on a whim. Um, but what made you want to do it? Did you just like the idea of it or? So... It kind of like, I, I've had a really hard time finding what, what I want to do within art. Mm. Um, I always knew that I wanted to make art and do art. And like, that's that's the only, the only thing I've wanted to do since I was like, I don't know, like a kid or teenager or whatever. Um, and I also had a lot of like negative reviews from teachers and tutors about my art oh jesus i remember fucking being an ncd with you that took out mark yeah like i just you know people people didn't like what i was doing because it was too too cutesy or too like undeveloped and it was just like i was really proud of these little drawings that i was doing and then would show a teacher or a tutor and i just felt like a baby every single time Mm. like bringing up a drawing and then the adult would be like why aren't you showing existentialism you... <laughs> where the world is crumbling apart yeah it's like why why does it have to <laughs> why can't i just draw little flowers and that's okay no i do remember you particularly particularly one tutor in ncd just being a complete bastard yeah and no one liked him by the way as well that was the other thing he and made I'm a few like... students cry i was like imagine trying to actually in- inspire students to do like you know to make art and stuff and then making them cry when they fucking show you what they actually want yeah. to do was awful and i'm like i'm quite sensitive anyway um i have a cancer son so i do be crying all the time <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah after like so much of that i just realized that tattooing um gives me like a pass to do all my cutesy little drawings in a way mm um because that's what it is you know you do a drawing someone likes it it feels nice you tattoo it onto them and it's a nice moment between two the two of you as well hmm. no well sure i've experienced it already you have like i have a tattoo from alexia on my leg already and it's funny explaining to people like why is it so childlike it's like, that's the whole fucking point <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was so happy when you asked me to do um that one because it's so like something that i would draw anyway hmm um so it was it was really fun like working on the design for that yeah because i want the when originally when you did it i was like i wanted to kind of um almost like just straight lines and all that kind of stuff and i was like no what the whole point is that it's like this idea like obviously it's dream house from death heaven for anybody who doesn't know i have a, basically a house on my leg um and it was a song that when i was very 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 un- mentally unwell it's a song that i really really clicked to and then mum always used to say, she goes, you were such a happy child. And that always ran through with me. So that's the reason why I got it. I was like, I like this song and I want to go back to being happy again. <laughs> and then you came along and you completely redid exactly what I, well, you, you did what I wanted, but in your own way. And I, I just, I love it. Like it's, <laughs> I love looking at it going, ooh. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. But what, like why tattooing though? Like why did you gravitate towards that? Uh, 
It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, I don't know. Like it just it feels it feels right. It feels good. Um, I love the whole process, like from designing to actually putting it on, and then um, well, actually, no, that's a lie. I hate printing stencils. <laughs> um, I get really nervous every time someone leaves because I think they hate their tattoo. <laughs> oh, I see. See, I'd say that that's the part that I wouldn't be able to deal with. Like uh, we're designing stuff for people, at least I can go. You know, it's on Photoshop. I can just go, hey, yeah. rub that out. No, it's like <laughs> there's never been a time where someone's left the studio or left my house, and I haven't been like, oh my god, they hate the tattoo and they hate me. <laughs> It takes me like a good few days of looking at the photo to be like, oh, no, 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 it's, it's sick. It's fine. <laughs> they can live with it. Yeah. And I can live with that. I did that to them. <laughs> uh, do, like, how did you start learning how to do it? Was it like YouTube videos or? Um, oh, so the, t- the, um, the kit that I got came with instructions. Okay. That I like fully did not read. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> this is an advertisement for yourself you're just going like i just fucking winged it guys <laughs> ballpoint pen yeah you're trying to do it six years ago i've grown i've read the instructions i'm good now by the way we should i should point out by the way i'm in like a proper like tattoo studio like i'm on like a fucking doctor's bed almost. <laughs> it's yes, all we, plastic we're currently in pete meter's studio uh he very nicely allows me to use it on weekends and it is such a good place no it's a lovely spot it's really really nice it's so good it's funny though when i was walking because it's in like an industrial state i was just like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> it's very different to the arts i've been to so many bad art studios <laughs> over the years <laughs> so you, you basically just got a kit didn't follow the instructions and was just like all right <laughs> yeah my sister was over um and I was like, do you want a, do you want a tattoo? And she was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go Coco. <laughs> and I started doing it on her. And I don't know why I'm telling Yeah, it does make me look really bad. But I started doing it on her. And I no, had no idea. We got to learn somewhere. <laughs> I had no idea how to do it. So it was really like learning how to do it was trial and error. I did after that watch a few <laughs> YouTube videos and gradually got better. But it's like, like it really is just practice. And eventually you get it right. Yeah. Do you have any like particular ones that come to your mind straight away when you think of doing tattoos for people that are like nailed that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a few. So I I had a studio in Temple Bar for a few months last year. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And yeah, there's a few that I did there that I was oh my god that I was so happy with. There's one big like black and red flower that I did on someone's leg. Ooh. It's like a bunch of little. Flowers, I saw. Like I did see that. That was up on your Instagram. I did see that. Love that, that yeah. one. And then the one that I was talking about earlier that I I tattooed um a stomach. It was like a mermaid from the Garden of Earthly Delights. Oh no way! <laughs> I, I really like that one as well. And then Owen's two Garden of Earthly I've Delights. Got, Owen has uh yeah Owen DeForge who's uh a friend of the pod has been on <laughs> <laughs> has some pretty sick tattoos that you've done to him um yeah Hieronymus Bosch I remember getting a bo- uh, fucking book on Hieronymus Bosch years ago and was like this is the most fucking crazy stuff I have ever seen you know he's part of some like cult I think he was in some like flagellation cult or something like that they're obsessed really? with this idea that 
Like every single thing that you did, you were going to go to hell regardless. I thought he was a really normal dude. No, he wasn't no. normal. <laughs> dude was not. Oh, I don't know why I had in my head that he painted. was like. Yeah, yeah, no, but I had in my head that he like painted all this weird shit, but he was a really normal dude. No, I, I remember I remember reading that he was in some like some extremism form of Christianity that took it like to the whole like like really like you know every we're born with sin we're going to live with sin our entire lives and we're kind of fucked <laughs> i might be getting that wrong but the book was very anyway just everything that he painted like i remember the, the one that always sticks with me is the guy in hell who gets eaten by a demon and then it shits him back out just to eat him again that's like oh hell yeah <laughs> metal as fuck that that his paintings along with dante's inferno were one of the reasons why like satan became scary in christianity yeah like uh, before that satan was drawn as a man where his ass where his he- his ass was where his head was and his head was where his ass was uh, and he I was, was kind of like a jester character almost they're kind of like oh satan. i was listening to a podcast yesterday and she was talking about um the like one the one true drawing of satan in the in satan's bible in satan's bible yeah is it Bachmet or and it's like a book from the middle ages and apparently satan like appeared to this monk that was meant to to be executed the next day okay and satan appeared to yeah yeah so the monk was meant to be executed the next day (laughs) and the monk was like oh but what if i write a book that contains all of human knowledge and whoever was meant to execute him was like, yeah, okay, you have one night to write this book. And if you don't write it, we'll execute you. And he was like, Fuck. Okay, <laughs> <bet."> No pressure. <laughs> and he started writing it and he was like, oh, I, like, I can't finish this. And he started praying to God, asking for help to finish this book and nothing came. And then he started praying to Satan As you do. to help him. And Satan appeared to him and he was like, draw me. <laughs> Paint me like one of your French girls. (laughs) Show the world what I look like. (laughs) And he did. And then the next day, I think he was not executed because Hmm. he had drawn Satan and then spent like decades writing Satan's Bible. Fucking love the song, by the way. I think think that was... I still think one of the coolest depictions I've ever seen of Satan is that he, because he's a fallen angel, he fell from hell. He fell from heaven so hard and he was the most beautiful angel in the world. The most immaculately looking thing that when he fell so hard he hit one half of his body so one half of his body is the most disgusting disfigured you can't look at it like it's so obscenely evil and then the other half the other half is fucking angelic as fuck i was like why hasn't anybody done that in a film it's it's so much cooler than just i've got horns (laughs) (laughs) i think it makes sense that he would be super hot Oh, Satan would be fucking cool as shit. His name was Lucifer, the one that brings light. He walks into a room, that disco ball goes like. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's fucking cool. <laughs> I really did not think that um, the conversation was going to be. You know so me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going as Halloween for this year? Oh, uh, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> just not <under> a Satan. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh... <laughs> I'm dressing up as a 1980 Johnny Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the things I thought you were going to say, that was not one of them. <laughs> my my friend is having a, a birthday party tomorrow night, and um, 
the theme is reading in the years slash oh, nice. RT archives. Hold me now. <laughs> that is John. Well, that, that was eighty-seven. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Apologies <laughs> that I don't know my Johnny Logan trivia. You don't know your Eurovision trivia, and it shows. I know we've won it seven times. Someone's about to seven. beat seven. Yeah. No, Ireland has won seven times. Yeah, we. Okay, sorry. I thought you. Was, I thought you said he. No, no, he's won it three. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend. Crazy. <laughs> Do you know who the I'm going as? My Halloween party is today. Oh, what are you? What are you doing? Wednesday, Adams. Oh, cute. <laughs> but Very I got cute. the I got the dress in like a charity shop, and I put it on last night with the tights and stuff, and I was just like, this dress is very form fitting. <laughs> so I'm going as like a multiverse version of of Wednesday Adams in that in this universe she really likes Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm wearing like a <laughs> like a full white suit <laughs> uh, with a black shirt. Nice. Um, but you're going full hog, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put some respect on Johnny Logan. <laughs> uh, we should probably rewind back actually to talk about why you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I, this... I would, uh, I would prefer to talk about Eurovision than uh, anything. The Eurovision, yeah. okay, best entry that Ireland ever had. Johnny Logan. You, do you not think it's Dana? No. Um, to be honest, I mean, if I'm being objective, yes, but. <laughs> If I'm being true to myself, I really, I really did like Jedward Dentries. <laughs> no, I did. I did. They were iconic. Which was, they were you fun. got your lip gliss on and you, <laughs> and then the other one, I can't lipstick remember the other one. and waterline. I don't remember water. I remember lipstick. I am close to the water. I actually did like that song. Yeah. I did like that song. And I know it's about to go down as the big one. <laughs> Singing. No, no, no. We're keeping everything stays in this podcast, <laughs> including your horrendously racist tirade at the very beginning. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> I do edit all that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't. Oh, do you remember? Did you ever see Jedward on um, uh, eight out of ten cats? No. They were sitting next to Sean Locke. Oh yeah. And at one point, they just goes like, "Yeah, we got to meet the president," and he's and Sean Locke's like, "What?" And he goes, yeah, we got me Barack Obama. He goes, who the fuck? He goes, Ireland is fucked. He goes, who the hell let the two of you near the leader of the free world? <laughs> They're so cute. Oh, I like Jedward. They were doing this thing a while ago. I remember when they called Jim Cora bollocks or something like that. They, they were doing this thing a while ago where it was like, if you followed them on, on Instagram, they sent you a, a voice message. Oh, no way. So I unfollowed them and refollowed them. <laughs> Did you get one? So that, yes. Oh my god! And like for a while, I was listening to it every day, just as my daily affirmation. <laughs> it was so cute. It was like, oh my god, Alexi. <laughs> hey, Alexi. Um, <laughs> 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 oh my god, it was very cute. I'll see if I can send it to you later. Please do, because that'll be yeah. a nice tail off for the podcast. Yeah, we'll yeah. put that at the end. Um, what was kind of the first moment that you were like, I really like art as a passion? Like, do you um, remember? I actually do remember and I don't know it's kind of stupid but I don't know you probably got this as well I, I got a lot of like art sets as gifts oh I got loads yeah still have some of the paints that were in some of them <laughs> some of them were sick I got a lot of like oil pastels yeah yeah I got those um, you get the little which, 10 euro pack yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated <laughs> um, but I was in Galway and there was a I was looking at a painting in a restaurant of like three chefs and I, I drew the painting and I remember looking at it and being like, you know what, this is not half bad. Um, I was like 11. <laughs> <laughs> I am and Picasso. 
<laughs> and yeah, I'd like, I don't know if that's the start, but it's like, it's definitely like a little mundane memory that sticks in my head as like one of the beginnings. Do you still have it? No. No. And then when I was a kid as well, like a child, like a child's child, um, we used to go to this campsite every summer. My, my family would work there. Mm. And I, I don't know. It's like, do you ever have those memories from when you were a kid and now that you're an adult, you don't really know if it's a memory or... Or if it's, yeah, if it's a dream or... If yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But what I remember is that I would, I guess, draw a flash and like... Flash? Like tattoo flash. Oh, right. Okay, and, yeah. And sit outside and like show people my, my little drawings and be like, do you want a tattoo? And then I would draw people, draw on people with pen for like 10 francs. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. You never told me that before. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a, like it's a cute little. I don't know. Like I, d- I remember that, but I don't know how real it is. Yeah. That's yeah. why I remember used to, we myself and my, f- my brother when we were on holidays. We used to get the like the henna tattoos. Yeah. And my dad was super against it because if you get a tattoo, you're going to hell. Oh yeah. Um. So, and he was like, "Don't encourage it." I said, like, "Don't worry, I'll never get one." And then I got my first one. I what was it? Twenty seven? Was it? Was it two years ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it was pre studio. It was. It was in your gap. Yeah. That was a lovely day. <laughs> that was a lovely day. <laughs> um, do you remember any? Do, do you remember the moment like a particular artist spoke to you? Like, as in, like you saw their work and went fuck, and it clicked. Like in terms of like modern art. Um, I don't know. I was really obsessed with James Jean when I was James a, Jean when I was a teenager. Who's that? Um, he's a painter. I'm not like so obsessed now. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a painter. Right. I don't know what else to tell you. He paints. What does he paint? Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is a he, fucking I think great he, he podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Guy paints stuff. The end. Get out. <laughs> I, d- I don't know if you've had he this. Did, but he did a mural for, for Prada he, and he does. Oh, wow. Like, okay. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to label it as because I don't know how to label any type of art, but it's kind of like surreal. I got caught with ja- Jamie. I showed Jamie like a Sean Scully painting, my friend Jamie. Oh, and he was like, what is it? I was like, uh, abstract expressionism. And he goes, fuck you, Barry. He goes, <laughs> you obviously have no idea what it is. <laughs> have you ever had the thing where like, you're taught all these artists when like you're in you know in university in college university like picasso and dali and stuff and then when you actually look into the lives you're like these guys were pieces of shit like, <laughs> yeah yeah dali's, you know yeah. dali's the main one like fuck dali i'm pretty sure he was a franco supporter um they were all pieces he, he used to do a thing that fucking i remember being told that when we, i think we we're in when me and you were in stenorgan in the the portfolio course even though oh. they kept they kept saying it wasn't a portfolio course, it was like even though it was completely orchestrated around doing a portfolio. Yeah. But um, they were he. I remember. I think it was. I can't remember. One of the tutors was like, "So Dali's is the thing where when he showed up at, at a an event that had valet service, he'd get out of the car and he'd hand him a fish." I was like, "Isn't that so Ooh. cool?" And I was like, "No, fuck him. Ooh, edgy. There's some dude trying to do his job and he's just being a fucking dickhead." <laughs> like. <laughs> or the other thing is Picasso wouldn't. I think it was Picasso or Dali, either one of them wouldn't pay a bill. They would just sign it so that you could sell it off for more than the food was worth. And people were like, isn't that so cool that he was able to do that? I was like, no, fucking pay your meal, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Picasso, yeah, Picasso and Dali are the two that I really, 
I don't like them. <laughs> yeah, I think when I when I was younger and I was learning about all that stuff, I thought it was really cool. Mm. Um, but then I I did like another like one year PLC course recently. Um, I hadn't done art in like fuck what. What? No, I'm just I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. I was I was really like. I was not making any art and I had like no direction or whatever. This is before I started tattooing like properly, properly. Mm. Um, and did this one year course and obviously there was like an art appreciation module or whatever. And going back into it as a, as a mature student, <laughs> um, had kind of no time for it. Like every, like every, all the 18 year olds around me, like I could see were like, yeah, I, you I, know, I, just finding all this stuff out for the first time. And it was, <laughs> and I was just, uh, you know, I kept having arguments with the teacher. Oh, about, like, <clears throat> you would argue with somebody? Yeah, it's just like, after a while, it was like very clear that he wasn't teaching us about any women. Oh. And I, I was a bit like, I don't that know, it kind of pissed no, me that off is, That's annoying. Bit. And that's... then I, I brought that up with him and he was like, oh, I'm going to have like a specific class. We're going to do That's Evie all about Home. the women that were also around in that time, because it's really important to remember that they were there as well. And I was just like, why no don't you, shit. like, you know, because he was going, like, by era. And I was just like, why don't you just teach us in Both. the era? Because yeah, we're yeah. doing the exact same. You're, like, also erasing them from that part of art history. If you're teaching, or like, if you're teaching about, all you know, all the women in one go in one class. I always found. Then you're still teaching, like, it's still as if they were separate from, like, those movements. Do you know what I mean? No, I completely agree with you. And I always found, like, especially when it was an NCD. A lot of the time we were talking about these female artists, they always had to tack on that they had a very depressing kind of... Uh, it was always like... They were always kind of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of uh, a tragedy type of story. It's like, can you yeah. not Can you not just focus on... Like Frida Kahlo was a big one. It's like, can you not just focus on her art? Why does it have to be... <laughs> what she did for feminism and all that kind of stuff was fantastic. Why do you have to make it out yeah. to be this other... Tra like, we don't talk about Andy Warhol's... Uh, you know his life and all that kind of stuff like his you know yeah, anything like in, that. in school when you're learning about like Matisse you know it doesn't really come up that he was you know couldn't do anything by the end of his life and yeah was, like, he was in a, he was in a yeah. wheelchair cutting shapes out with scissors and but not by the end not even other people were doing the oh yeah, other people were he doing was it just yeah, like yeah. pointing at shapes and colors that being said love it <laughs> <laughs> I actually My have favorite. I've done a few tattoos like that I think I've seen the Matisse tattoos. They're lovely. Because I remember my Nana went to a... She went to a Matisse exhibition. It was one of his final exhibitions. It was the stuff that he made when he was in the um, in the home. As like I say, where other people were cutting stuff out for him. And she goes, it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I was like, but what is it? She goes, it's just shapes. And I don't know why I like it. It's just, she goes, it's just beautiful. They're such good shapes. And I mean, like, I spend a lot of my time when I'm designing tattoos, just drawing out little shapes because I want to go like slightly more abstract with my designs. Mm. And finding a shape that's pleasing takes so fucking long. But do you find that people also get bogged down with this? I remember like, it's like, what what's the meaning behind it? It's like, it doesn't, ha why does it have to have a meaning? You can I'm just- I'm so down on, on meaning. Like Jean-Claude, oh, oh, are you? No, like just like a little bit. What, what do you think? I'm not of, making any mistakes. What do you think of Jean-Claude and Christo then? I don't know. Do you know the guys who did like the big curtain going oh, across? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. They were asked. They were asked multiple times, "What's the purpose behind it?" They're just like, "It's just nice." Yeah. And so what? <laughs> exactly. 
Sorry, no, I'm really bad with like names of artists and stuff. But no, you're all good. Was the the one guy like Oliver Eliasson? I thought you were saying Oliver Tree. I was like, we're not what? talking no. about Oliver Tree. <laughs> I think it's Oliver. I think that's his name. Um, he does loads of like light sculptures and stuff. Oh, I think I know who you're and talking about. There's so many these days. Do you know? Yeah. It was really weird. I was I'm just back from a holiday in Vienna, oh, yeah. and I went to the Modern Art Museum, um, and it was fine. It was like thirty euro in, but there was a lot of stuff, and I was just like, this is shit. Like we have better stuff with our current artists in Ireland that are like you never hear of. Mm. Where was it in? Um, went to the Tate Modern with uh, John, who's a friend of ours, and now John wouldn't exactly be the most critical well you wouldn't exactly be a big fan of modern art and uh i was kind of looking at this piece what the hell it was a jackson pollock i think and john comes up beside me and he didn't realize that there was a woman giving a tour and talking about that particular piece and why it was like revolutionary and all this kind of shit and john just comes up beside me and goes this is shit like i could have <laughs> done this i just saw the face just drop off your one oh. <laughs> and going up to picasso he's like so this is a picasso <laughs> what's the what's the deal i was like to be honest casa doesn't do anything for me either so i don't really know <laughs> i i do hate when people are like oh i could have done this yeah it's like but you did like, you didn't you and didn't. actually do you know what you couldn't <laughs> so shut up well i think that's one of the main things with like you know splatter painting and like abstract stuff like super abstract stuff when people go like oh it's really easy to do it's like it's actually it's actually, it's not. actually not it's 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 really hard <laughs> it's like it is easy to do, but it's hard to make it look. It's hard good. to execute it, yeah. It's like the, what I was saying before with like drawing shapes over and over again until you find a good one. Like I have so many mm. notebooks full of pages of shapes that look shit, <laughs> and it's like, why does that one look good and why does that one look bad? Why does this one look know. like a penis? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> why do all these shapes look like penises and boobies? <laughs> why do I keep drawing boobies? I do one uh, one story. She's probably gonna kill me for saying this, but. Um, I was at the NCD final year exhibition with a friend of mine. I won't name her because she will be annoyed if I, if I do. But because uh, she's an artist herself. But uh, we were looking at these. There was a room of just blank canvases. As in they were just painted one solid color. Yeah. And there was one that was black. And I was like, that's shit. That's just a person who just chucked black paint on it. Like, there's nothing. There's literally nothing to it. It's just black. And she goes, no, Barra. If you go up to it, you'll notice that there's there's bits of blue here there's bits of yellow there's bits of red you just need to get into the painting and really explore it i was like it's literally titled i was next to the door it's like it's titled pure black painting <laughs> that was literally the title of it <laughs> she ate her words very quickly i won't name her because she will be furious <laughs> I do find like uh, I like to call it wank art. <laughs> you see, like <laughs> like mo modern art that just drives you up the fucking wall. <laughs> it's like Sometimes that. It's fun though. The, the funny thing Don't is, ask me to name anything, but I think it's fun now because my brain is. Well, banana taped to a wall, I think, is fantastic. <laughs> That's hilarious. Somebody bought that for like two hundred and fifty k. Which honestly is the funniest bit about the whole thing. <laughs> You didn't see that person who ran that article about a invisible art exhibition. Invisible. So basically, they they, they they made a fake article where they just took photos of a art gallery that was empty, so yeah. like a space that was empty, and then ran an article going like, "This is this new trendy art exhibition. It's in New York, in Manhattan, or whatever it was." 
and it's an invisible exhibition so all the pieces are invisible right but it was like there's nothing there and it was ran as a piece basically to see if snobby art people would pick it up yeah and question if it was no and see what they'd think of it and people are like, this is revolutionizing the idea of what an art space is. And it's like, it's fucking made up, you idiots. <laughs> I do love that, though, as well, though. Actually, speaking of artists, is there any particular tattoo artist that you kind of brought to mind when you were getting into it? Um, Pat Von D. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I guess when I started, I was really obsessed with Grace Neutral. Who's that? Um she's she's a huge tattoo artist in london Ooh. and she does stick and poke as well but she does these like fucking massive oh sh- she does like whole back pieces like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh wow okay um fucking she's hell, very the cool. time. i got like i got my second tattoo in her old studio from a tattoo artist that was her apprentice at the time sick and is now um i fucking i love her as well um sarah strong arms she's She's got, I think it's her studio. I don't know. She's extremely, extremely, extremely good and very popular. Ooh. I will give but her. But yeah, I was looking up to like that, that studio kind of like my, it's always women that I've looked up to Ooh. in terms of tattoo artists. It like is I, a very not, male dominated. Of, <laughs> like I couldn't name a whole lot of like big tattoo artists that are men. Ooh. Um, but that's, that's just me. And I hate men. <laughs> <laughs> you, me, both. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> I think all, all my tattoos by one I've gotten from women. Really? Yeah. Was the frog? Well, that was the one, was it? No, that's the only one. That's that the was. only one. Yeah, that was my first tattoo. I remember you getting that. <laughs> I remember you. Exp- I remember I asked you. I was just like, "Why did you get a frog?" And you're just like, "I like them." <laughs> I do like frogs. <laughs> I like frogs and I like snails and I like worms. I know you like snails. You certainly do like snails. Look at my top. <laughs> Lexi, is wearing a, Lexi is wearing a worm top. <laughs> it's got a worm on it. And it says worm in case you didn't realize it was a worm. <laughs> and I have a few snail tattoos as well. I'm trying to get like a garden theme going on on my right leg. So I have two snails, some flowers and, and a frog. A gnome. No, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna get a gnome. Do you not want to get a gnome? No. No, it's L- a bit creepy. Little hairy man <laughs> creeping in your house at night. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, more butterfly than gnome. <laughs> I think you should get a gnome. <laughs> if I start tattooing, that's the first one I'm gonna give you. <laughs> Dude, what's uh, what's the most difficult tattoo you've ever done? Um, it was for sure the the Bosch mermaid. Oh yeah, that well, there was a lot of dot work in that and everything like that as well. So. A lot of dot work, and then like it was, like I said, it was quite painful. And um, I know I'm holding a needle to your ribs right now, but I I don't particularly like inflicting pain. Really, I've always <laughs> taken you as a major sadist. I know, right? <laughs> a cruel um, woman. <laughs> so yeah, I felt really bad, and it's like I do have a tendency when I can like see that someone's in pain, I I slow down because I feel so bad. But that's worse. Like, there's a what? few tattoos I've done on Owen where what? he's been in pain, and I've slowed down because I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, it's and hilarious like, that you say it. that because when you did my tattoo, for ages you were like, this is amazing. You haven't flinched once, and then at one point you poked me, and it, I went, ooh, and then you went really quietly, just went, there it is. 
Yes. <laughs> Just making a joke to lighten the mood. <laughs> That's one hundred percent true. By the way, you did do that. I do. I remember. <laughs> it was funny though. It was. It was hilarious. So. I wouldn't mind. This one is actually more comfortable than the leg one, weirdly enough. It's not yeah. that it's really not that bad. Good. She says that she just fucking <laughs> I'll uh I'll turn up the pain. No, you're all good. <laughs> so where would be like a no no area? Like where would be like you're obviously besides private parts and stuff like that, like where would be like I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> um, I mean like anywhere particularly like for me personally like i wouldn't maybe like a palm i wouldn't do just because i'd feel kind of uncomfortable oh a palm would be fucking sore or say like like he here i know i'm pointing on a podcast but, um, <laughs> like the el- the uh, the other side of the elbow oh jesus christ <laughs> who the fuck would get it oh actually people do get tattoos yeah. there like i wouldn't feel comfortable or like two on the on the wrist like any anywhere that's too veiny me personally I wouldn't feel comfortable just yet or like i wouldn't do a neck tattoo just yet that kind of freaks me out yeah neck um, tattoos i've seen now in dublin now there's more and more people with face tattoos i was like yeah, that takes some commitment <laughs> it does some i do them, i do like a face tattoo uh there's some, there's some really cool tattoos um uh, face tattoos um there's a guy there's a guy in a metal band in dublin i can't remember the name of them now for the life but they're fucking fantastic but he has his entire head tattooed like his whole face, everything. Yeah. And the funny thing is, he kind of looks... Like, if you see him in person, he looks really scary. Like, he does look scary. And yeah. then he's in, like, the most... He's in a ferocious... What the fuck are their name? But then you meet him, and he's, like, the nicest guy in the world. He's, like, a cuddly little bear. <laughs> yeah, no, tattooing your face is what? Tattooing the back... Like, do you ever see uh, Boy George's tattoo in the back of his head? No. He has, like, a flower, like a big rose, no. taking over the whole back of his head. And I was like... I've been hit in the back of the head and I'm sore. I can, yeah. don't want to have a needle going the whole off on that. I like head tattoos a lot. Head tattoos are cool. Face tattoos are pretty sweet as well. I don't like that. Um, do you know? You see people getting the fucking uh, like graffiti uh, wording above their eye. I was like, I don't like that. No, I don't think I know that. It's a little well. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> that sounds really specific, Barry. It is. It's like <laughs> uh, it's it's a very much a, an American thing, but I've seen it over here as well it's like yeah it's like graffiti wording on like the top eyebrow it, i don't know not for me but look hey look get what you want <laughs> that's the thing you know you can't Sit with, with tattoos it's like the only person who should care about it is is you, is you. i remember and it's I, like if you like it get whatever the fuck you want i remember i was saying to i was actually only saying this to zach last night friend of the pod and um <laughs> he uh there's a uh, singer for the singer for Let Live, which are were like a post hardcore band that I was me and him were obsessed with. His name is Jason Aiden Butler, and I think he survived cancer twice. I think, but it, on his chest he has cancer across his um across his the the top of his chest, and big in big letters. But he has it mirrored, and someone asked me, he goes, "Why the hell did you get it mirrored? You can't read it." And he goes, "I can read it." Uh. And I was like, "That's fucking that's." <laughs> that just sums it up perfectly to get them for you <laughs> yeah. although i have seen some people with some dodgy tattoos that even i can't go i was like who is that for 
<laughs> no, the, now, the now that I'm like actually, you know, taking care of, of my work and I'm like more, not more serious about it, like very no, serious. No, you're pretty about serious about it. You have yeah. a fucking studio. <laughs> no, no, this is Pete Eater's studio. Okay, well, you, I, you, I renting. you're renting a studio and you have got all the gear and all that kind of carry on. I think you're taking it seriously. <laughs> I think so. I like to hope so. I haven't had a look at <laughs> my tattoo yet. It could clear. It could be a pair of tits for all I know. <laughs> As previously mentioned, I only draw boobs. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if, if you got up and it's, it wasn't it wasn't the design? It was boobs. The really nice boobs. It was really nice boobs. Yeah, yeah. It was like the best going down boobs. my ribs. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware, Alexi, but I'm single at the moment, and I think I'd remain single if I ever got that tattoo. <laughs> yeah, People like boobs. People do like boobs. Shout out boobs. I actually think they're uh, they're quite highly rated amongst the male general population. Everyone. About everyone, yes. Yeah. Females like them too. <laughs> I'm not going to, in my head, it was like, what's your favorite pair of boobs? <laughs> <laughs> we'll move away from that topic. <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite pair of boobs. You're right. Let's not talk about it. No, we won't talk about it because it's just, I'm not going to come out looking good. In the <laughs> it's, um, no, I'm not going to, you know, don't, don't stop being you. You're perfect. But it's so hard to tattoo you when you're laughing. Oh, is this? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a giddy person. I'll stop laughing. <laughs> don't. No, please don't. Like, I'm just... I'm just not doing it when you're laughing. Yeah, this is weirdly more comfortable than it was last... I don't know why. Maybe I'm just used to it. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, everyone handles pain in different places differently. Yeah, well, you I... Know, I, I did a tattoo on my friend once, like, just under her boob. Oh, nice. Under and the tattoo. They're always lovely. I was a little, little fish. It was super cute. Oh, that's so cute. Um, <laughs> and she was like pretty grand with it. And then I tattooed her here. Mm. As everyone on listening to the podcast can see again. <laughs> um, just to the left of the underside of the, of the yeah. elbow. <laughs> <laughs> underside of the elbow down and left. Um, but she like, she could not handle that oh really yeah she was in so much pain Ooh. but i just tattooed her in a place that like is meant to be a lot more painful so it like it really depends on the person you can, you can never never gauge how somebody's gonna gonna react to the pain well the one thing like i've seen people get gnarly tattoos on like their knees and their elbows and stuff i don't know how people do the eye uh, the eye tattoos oh yeah like the eyeballs oh my god how the, the fuck? eyeball yeah yeah, yeah. Never mind your like I remember um you watched Breaking Bad, didn't you? I did. I remember Brian Cranston was talking about he was chatting to the you know the two guys that played the twins. Sure. The the the, the Salamanca twins, like yeah. the, the guys in the suits. In real life one of them has uh fuck you tattooed on his eyelids. No. But he was uh, Brian Cranston was like, How the hell do you tattoo your eyelids? And he goes, They have to put a metal spoon underneath your eyelid while they tattoo over it i was just like that just that's fucking <laughs> yeah I, that's something else <laughs> I, I love this song yeah so this is my tattooing playlist <laughs> um for the most part it's like it's chill and it's nice and it's songs that i enjoy but some of them i enjoy a bit too much <laughs> you lose yourself what lose yourself in it or? yeah it's yeah. hard 
<laughs> like I, I had a really hard time focusing on what you were saying when Don't Cry For Me Argentina was playing. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably mention where my tattoo came from. Like I haven't actually said what it is. Oh yeah, what's going it's on? A skull, it's a skeleton arm holding a balloon. And I remember coming up with it. I was over, I was on tour with Monkey as their photographer in like, it was like five years ago, I think now. And I just got dumped by text. I was, ve- and it was very down. Um, but I was outside the British Museum, the British Museum of, like the, the History Museum, also known as the Museum of All the Shit We Stole Over the Course of the Night. <laughs> but I just, I was listening to Red Balloon by Charlie XCX. Oh. And then I just, I just, I was on my own. I just nodded it down in a notebook. And then for, for ages, I was like, I want this. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. I just, I just, memory wise. I didn't know this was a Charlie themed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 this is a Charlie themed podcast. So, oh, why the whole Charlie themed tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast that you and Jake did um, <laughs> of Charlie's music. Of like your, your top 10. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to that multiple times. Have you actually? I have, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's it's so nice hearing the two of you like geek out about that. But I remember asking. I remember. Like, asked, I love listening to you and Jake speak anyway. <laughs> like I could listen to the two of you speak about anything. <laughs> well, I the funny thing is about that episode. I asked Jake, and for whatever bizarre reason, I was nervous about it. But I, I get if, if for anybody's wondering, I shit myself every time I ask a guest to come on. I really do. I don't. I because I'm always away, afraid that they're going to say no, even after having like over fifty guests on. But when I asked Jake, I think you can guess what he said when I asked him. No. Oh, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> that sounds tremendous. It's, it's li- yeah. <laughs> That's literally what he goes, oh, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Man, what a cool guy. I love Jake so much. His new, uh, what's that new group he's in? Um, Hot, Girl. Hot Girl. They're brilliant as well. I saw They're them live good. at, I think you know, I, saw, I met you at a Chine. They were fantastic. Yeah. Very, very good. They were we were sitting at the back because I was I was so tired from my dolman. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you went to the dolman that day. I did. What was that like? Uh, it was fun. Which one was it again? Uh, like Cherrywood kind of. Oh yeah, up Cherrywood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember exactly. Mahonst. I don't know. Can't remember the exact location. Oh, it's cool that they're preserved like that. They were fucking. Yeah. Like pre uh, pre pyramid like. Vibes. Say it was. Did you ever go to Newgrange? I think I. Newgrange when I was a kid, but it's one of the. It's like I don't know if it's a memory or I dreamt I was in Newgrange, but I think I went there. I oh, think there's photos. Newgrange is fucking cool. I, think I really like me it. At Newgrange, wearing a Lord of the Rings hat. With like my <laughs> Have you teeth. ever watched Lord of the Rings? I love Lord of the Rings. Do you actually? Yeah. I never knew that. Well, <laughs> know it now. <laughs> <laughs> I in, nev- fa- in fairness, I I watched it. I watched all three of them like a few years ago for the first time. Oh, right, okay. They Watched are fantastic all films. three of them in a row, and then I was like, oh, okay, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> I when I was a kid, I was really scared of Lord of the Rings. Well, I, well, they were. I remember seeing the first one when I was like seven, The Fellowship of the Ring, when it came out. Yeah. And it scared the fuck out of my mum. And then when yeah, the, next one, my, the next one came out, she's like, do not take me to see the next one. And I was like... My mum and my dad were, were watching one of them in, in the house. And I, I came downstairs, and then I think I saw like a little bit of it, and I was like, "Oh, nope, <laughs> thank you, good night." I am. I'm gonna put myself to bed. I'm gonna tuck myself in. Well, to be fair, the first one in particular, like, you have the Watcher in the Water, which is that scene is fucking terrifying. The tentacle thing that comes out mm-hmm. in front of um, the Mines of Moria, and then you also have the Balrog, which is literally the, the ba- and it still looks incredible to this day. Like you, the, the CGI is unbelievable. <laughs> No, I love. I have to say, I love Lord of the Rings. I remember watching. I watched uh, 
the two towers with a friend of mine super baked <laughs> and the whole film was me just going whoa <laughs> do you ever see that that little little video of Sean Austin oh Sean Austin uh, yeah. Sam yeah and he's like talking about how like he's just like well you know how, how do you know that <laughs> what? what how do you know that we didn't kiss in the mountain because <laughs> they clearly did kiss somewhere in the mountain Sam and Frodo yeah oh yeah there's, yeah. there's definitely there's some undertones going on there that are not discussed undertones <laughs> did I tell you that I, the, they made a Lord of the Rings game all about Gollum oh yeah I played it from start to finish what, how does that work it's what do you, what do you like do you just the, beat him one of the worst games I have ever played Aww. it's so broken It like the game doesn't work you just you'd be running along you just die randomly <laughs> Like you just like live your life the first alone. the first four hours of it which is a long time for a very boring game is doing chores around um mount doom no it's not i ha- i had to do it as part of a dare i had to stream it as well so <laughs> i wasn't allowed to play any other video game until i finished Gotham. and like hugo who's who dared me to play it not dare me he challenged me to play the, the the rule was that I pick up a shit game and he has to play from start to finish then he picks one for me and I have to play from start to finish what did you pick for him? Um, I didn't get that far because he never oh I play uh, Alien Colonial Marines was when he played which again is another game that doesn't work but the 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 forfeit is that if you lose you have to watch the film Cats okay um, Fred the movie and then I think I, I think it was like the the Ghostbusters <laughs> film with the female cast that was just apparently absolutely tremendously terrible. Like, like it was fine. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, then that one's getting ranked off. It was. He, it, was it was like you know. It was. It wasn't because the it original wasn't Ghostbusters. Necessary, so, <laughs> but you know, the Fred movie was definitely worse. Oh, Fred! The Fred movie <laughs> is John Cena plays the dad. <laughs> I don't remember. I was like, Ghostbusters? I, watched it, I think when it came out, it was one film that I remember. It was just basically we ch- we picked. What were the most maligned films that critics had in the last 10 years? And we have to watch three of them back to... You have to watch it in one sitting, all three of them. <laughs> What's your favourite movie? What's my favourite movie? I'm Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Really? Yeah. Really? Watch it every time I'm upset. Watch yeah. it, put that on. I love that movie so much. <laughs> That's nice. Why, what, yours is... Is it uh, that French film, Amelia, is it? or? You think my... You think my favourite film is Amelie? I thought you said it was. <laughs> You think because I'm French, my no, it's my not because you're French. I remember you saying you loved that film. You think, you th- oh, you think because I'm a French, no, woman, it's nothing to do with my friends. favorite film is Le Fabuleux Destin d'Amélie Poulain. <laughs> What's that? It's the name of the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I obviously I like that film a lot. Um, I know you said you loved that movie. I thought I, that's why I went. My, my favorite movie is the SpongeBob movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about it? Oh, the whole thing from start to finish. What a wow! What a tour what a de movie. force. <laughs> no, for real though. What a movie. It's so good. I just love the scene where he's like blatantly drunk off milkshakes. <laughs> he's yeah. just like, SpongeBob, you gotta get out of here. And he's like, ah. <laughs> he's more or less like, fuck you. <laughs> it's so good. It's like. I feel like I'm a real pain in the ass to watch it with as well because I'm just like saying all the lines as I, I like as they're happening. Yeah. 
I do. Did you see my underwear? No, <laughs> did Patrick. <laughs> did you want to? <laughs> I I know like that scarf. Most, I know. I know most of the words to the movie. <laughs> um, am I proud of it? Yes. No, it's a good. I I, I still I still I. What I found hilarious, I was because funnily enough, I was actually reading because I spend when I'm not working at work, which is a lot. <laughs> I I would just read IMDb trivia. Yeah. And I read the SpongeBob one. You know, for the David Hasselhoff scene, they just yeah. built like a life size David Hasselhoff that was like seven feet long just to animate along it. Yeah. <laughs> what's the What's the assassin's name again? Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got those boots that say your head here. Yeah. <laughs> We're all goofy goopers, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good pick. It's a great it's a great film. I yeah. like there's there's been times where I've watched it, finished it. I love watching the credits as well because the credits have some absolute bangers. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um flaming lips to the song for the credits. What, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is really good. And uh, I think Ween is on the credits as no well. No way. Um, so I'll, like, I'll watch the whole thing, I'll finish the credits, and then I'll just watch it again. <laughs> I think I, I watched it like three times in a row once. <laughs> Was this over COVID by any chance? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. I like, had other things Stuff to do. Stuff to do. <laughs> I just love, I love that movie. Oh. I love that I saw it for my whatever year it came out. I saw it for my birthday, and then the next day went to see it for another friend's birthday, and then the next day it was another friend's birthday party, and we still were going to see it. And my dad could not understand why I thought it was amazing. It's so good. What's the, what's the most times you've seen a single film in the cinema? Um, I think I went to see Step Up Two quite a bit. What? What's quite a bit? Like four. Four or five. Nice. <laughs> and I is that the one with the rain sequence in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's an amazing oh, dance sure, sequence. Yeah, sure. that is fantastic. <laughs> um, I went to see Avatar in the movie five, in the cinema five times. Really? Yeah. Ooh. And I don't particularly like three D movies. I didn't particularly like Avatar. Uh, it's a bit different with that kind of stuff because it does actually add to the film. Because remember there was that whole trend of just doing three D films that just don't fucking. Yeah. Do anything. <laughs> Best 3D movie, Spike Kids 3D. I was going to say Dread, but we'll agree to disagree on that. Spike Kids 3D. You're not the guy. Starring Elijah Wood. I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the guy. <laughs> for, so for some reason, that clip gets recommended to me so much. Just Elijah Wood. He's just like, I am the guy. It's like, you're not the guy. And then Elijah Wood coming up. He's not the guy. <laughs> he fucking dies so bad he wasn't the guy <laughs> did you ever did you ever see the film um world's greatest dad with robin williams no so it's this film where so the kid from uh from spy kids that plays i actually can't remember his name now in the film Junie. Junie, that's it yeah geez you've a good memory but um spike it's two island of lost dreams <laughs> which also has one of the best movies which ever. has one of the most existential comments from joe pesci's uh, steve steve buscemi's character oh, oh, oh do you think god hides in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he's created yeah it's like dude you can't go that hard in a fucking kids film what I, the fuck was that <laughs> i love that so much I st <laughs> i've started embroidering that quote onto a tote bag <laughs> But then when I started, I was like, this this just looks like some sort of a religious quote. 
Well, the other, I remember there's a song that reminds me of it. It's I think it's called what the fuck is it called Army of Pigs or something. It's a pig destroyer song, Army of Cops, and it has a line in it which is, uh, "Why would God create something so weak if He only wanted us to suffer?" I remember hearing that line. I was like, "That is a fucking hard line." <laughs> that line is so Spy Kids too. I don't. It is, dreams. isn't it? I think that's where they got it from. <laughs> I watched uh, Goodwill Hunting for the first time recently. Did you ever see it? Oh, it's a oh, good, it's a it good film. Um, his name is Will Hunting. <laughs> yeah, I thought Goodwill Hunting was like, we're going to find some goodwill around people. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was like, oh no, Will Hunting. This man's good. name is Will Hunting. I never realized good. as well, I was like, that's where, that's uh, how do you like them apples came from? Which I still don't understand what that means, by the way. What do you mean? How do you like them apples? What the hell does that mean? Well, he, he goes up to the guy and he's like, do you like apples? How do you like them? Because it's just something that you say. Is it? Like he did, the, the film didn't invent how do you like them apples. Oh, did it not? They, he just used it. In oh, a, I thought it way. did. And I was like, I never understood that, the, the purpose of that statement. <laughs> <laughs> how do you like them apples? I remember Ben Affleck was talking about winning the Oscar for the best screenplay for that film. And he was like, uh, he goes, yeah, uh, before, before, that event he goes everybody kept thinking that myself and matt were dating <laughs> and then he goes and then we turn up to the oscars because we were very young with our mums which only fueled <laughs> further rumor <laughs> i think um kevin smith helped them with the writing did he i think so that explains a lot because he's, he's in the credits as some sort of a person mm. i still do you know i have still have not seen chasing amy it's fine it's fine i thought yeah. you said it was very good probably aged a bit badly has it yeah i really trying to, tur- I really trying liked to turn it a gay was, person yeah. straight yeah really liked it when i was a teenager but i think i haven't rewatched it because i don't want to like kill the memory yeah but i do think if i were to rewatch it now I'd no like, I, would, I would imagine Ugh. it's problematic going like here's somebody who's a gay person and a heterosexual person's like no you can be <laughs> yeah different like, i don't know do you want me to spoil it for you well, I don't think people on the podcast would like you to spoil it. But oh, okay. <laughs> no, go on, go on, go on. It's a fucking thirty-year-old movie. Like, if you haven't seen it by now, then you didn't want to yeah. watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now you ever seen like, Citizen Kane? Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's what's his name? Um, Ben Affleck. Essentially, starts dating this this girl, and he thinks that she was a lesbian before that, and that she'd never had sex with a man. And he's kind of like really into that, that he's he's the first guy that she's ever had sex with. Oh, but then it turns out that's fucking creepy. (laughs) It is creepy, but then it turns out that like she has had sex not only with with men, but with like you know multiple men at the same time, and she's like explored a lot of parts of her sexuality. Right. Um. And when he finds that out, he gets like really pissed off. Oh, okay. So it, it it is not a good. It's 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 definitely a. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. It's you know, it's like it's of its time. It's like other Shad- other films have aged worse. Shadow Hal for sure. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I watched Shadow Hal recently because it was on like TV three. It was on TV. I was watching. This is the most um, vapid film I've ever. There's no substance. Yeah, it's somehow even worse that it's Gwyneth Paltrow playing. It is. Yeah, because the most fucking. Uh, I would call Anti, her quite a body fat, shaming yeah. anti fat, yeah, like just a <laughs> bone broth for breakfast, steaming her vagina. <laughs> oh god. She she really like she doesn't get called out enough for the fat shaming stuff that she does with that goo fucking goop. Yeah. Yeah, no, Shadow House not a good one. No. 
<laughs> no, I still, I still think um, Kevin uh, Kevin Smith's his best film. Kevin Smith, yeah, Kevin yeah. Smith. No, I was about to think of Kevin James. Is definitely Dogma. <laughs> oh, I can't remember it very well. Dogma's brilliant. Dogma. The main the main part that I remember is that oh, I forget her name now. Is it plays God? It's, Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette yeah. plays God. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Did you ever see, because that film was picketed like crazy when it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith joined the picketers Whoa. and he was interviewed for like, I don't know, like Fox News or some, some yeah. and he's like, oh, it's terrible what they're doing here. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> he's the director and writer of the film he and stars another, in it. He did another like big religious film that wasn't particularly funny. Red State. Yes. That's te- That film is terrifying. Um, But they... I watch it. I fully can't remember what it's about. Really violent. But the, it's the Westboro. Ba- it's basically the Westboro Baptist Church yeah. kidnap three kids who yeah. are looking up to hook up with the girl on a dating app. Yeah. Um, and they they were protesting the movie as well. Westboro Baptist Church were. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Kevin Smith like did a like counter protest with like those <laughs> signs up being like "Dick tastes good" and all that kind of stuff. He's not wrong. Exactly. But then they went into the theater. What to watch the film. And the the guy, the main guy, the, the the dad, I guess. Um, what the hell was his What's name? What's his name? He died not too long ago. He died like five years ago. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter what yeah, his name is. Terrible person. But um, they went in to watch the movie, <laughs> and like five minutes in, he just walked by Kevin Smith, and he was like, "Oh, thank you very much, but we're gonna leave." <laughs> I was like, "What? No, this might be <laughs> this might be false." I know, like b- before you hit record, we were talking about me telling stories that. Are oh, probably yeah, yeah, not yeah. true <laughs> <laughs> so maybe fact check fact check that well we can it's a podcast it's fine <laughs> joe rogan spouts lies every week so <laughs> i'm not trying to be joe rogan are you me oh yeah i, I idolize that you dude are? oh yeah huge fan <laughs> i didn't know what he looked like for a very long time did you not yeah. no it's it's funny like the, the the one that really bums me out nowadays is like so when i started getting into podcast, the main reason that I wanted to do this was like it was Conan O'Brien that was the big that was yeah. the big one and then like last podcast on the left was the other one who are under serious scrutiny because they were always a champion of like you know these women are survivors any story that tells like these women are survivors they should respect and now one of the hosts is in a huge domestic abuse uh, scandal with multiple women mm. and he's like why can't all my fucking heroes be like fucking nice pe-? at least I got Conan Conan is the main Conan and Graham Norton I don't see them ever doing used to watch conan and graham norton religiously listen days and days and days but the other one was tom segura we simply do not know these people no we don't and they're all trash yeah well conan's not trash conan's actually conan's awesome he's probably trash <laughs> he's not trash he's really nice <laughs> how dare you <laughs> the only man the only famous man who will never do any wrong bob barker is paul rudd <laughs> paul rudd <laughs> <laughs> he is the one true man what about uh what's your man's name mr rogers paul rudd they made a whole film <laughs> <Paul Rudd. laughs> it's all about paul rudd maturity is a major thing you kind of it's that do you ever have with bands that you listen to when you were younger and then you re- you're like oh they were so rock and roll and then you get older you're just like no they treated hotel staff like shit <laughs> i don't think i've had a moment like that as bad as you've had yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Also, not not to like constantly be talking about women, but I do mostly listen to to female musicians. No, but I've yeah, 
I remember I was like, slightly less. Who the fuck? That's was, not that you know. Was I saying it? Was it you that said to me? I was just like, yeah, just all my the, all these people that I used to love when I was younger are now pieces of shit. And I think it was you. Just was like, you know what you should do. And I was like, what? And she goes, uh, listen to more women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They tend not to be as di- as big dicks as. <laughs> Speaking of, mm. can't stop listening to Hannah Diamond's new album. I haven't listened to it yet. Is oh. that it there now? Is it or who's uh, that? No. <laughs> I was gonna say who is that? You had CMAT on earlier. Who's gonna be on Graham Norton this week? <laughs> I know, crazy. I she still. So well. Did you see her talk? Because you told me about it that she had an argument with Charlie XCX. Did you see she spoke about it on BBC yeah. Radio? That's she cool. she she brought it up. She was yeah. like she. But I thought it was that they had a full-blown fucking spat. It wasn't that. It was that she was basically saying some of her music. And Charlie was like, why are you in this course? Yeah. And she goes, what do you mean? She goes, you're way, and she's like, you're way too intelligent to be here. Like, what do you, what, you should be doing your own music. You should be pushing yourself. I would I like to think it was that nice, but <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen See My Life? Yes. Is she good? I'd say yes. she's awesome. She's very good. I saw her in December last year. Ooh. I'd love to get tickets to see. Is it Fairview she's playing? Fairview Park? Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah, love yeah. to get tickets for that. No, she's very, very good. I still, <laughs> every time I think of her, all I can think of is like, I want to be a cowboy, babe. <laughs> Which was, I found because of you, you showed me, what was that po- playlist called again? The Endless Playlist. <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember um, that? The, <laughs> the Impossible the, like, Playlist. The, the Very Important Video. The thing. Very Important Video, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you show me that one night. It was just me and you. We watched it. It was, it was very like just me dr- and you in your house drinking cans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, just watched, we watched the whole thing. <laughs> we were meant to go out at one point. We were just like, wait, we have like 60 more videos. We've got to get through them. <laughs> and they're only like 40 seconds long. So <laughs> Hello. I showed that to a friend of mine. He goes, none of these are funny. I was like, what are you talking about? I mean, they're not all winners. They, they are. But <laughs> a lot of them are. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Is the pain? Yeah, it's not too bad. It's just a bit yeah. ticklish. Sorry. No, you're alright. I mean, oh, oh yeah. yeah <laughs> <pain>. <laughs> there. I'm the monster that you. The monster. <laughs> you <want me> to. <laughs> I still haven't had a look at it. It's really weird, knowing that you're well, getting it's hard something. To, it's hard to look from there. If you were to look now, it's like it's really just covered in red ink. Everywhere. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna look when it's finished. Get the full unveiling. Do like the pimp my ride thing where they show you the car at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I've hooked a hot tub up to your ribs. <laughs> Popcorn machine in your ass. That was the most fucking ridiculous show I have <laughs> ever watched. Like there was so many times where it was like, guess what we did with your, tr-? you know, the way you you had this utility truck that you used to transport all your equipment for work. We put a fucking 40 inch TV in it that you're never going to use so you can watch cans with the bros. So many fucking TVs. There was one where they put a speaker in it that was so loud that the windows were shaking in the car. And it's like, why would anyone need that in their fucking car? Like, so good. <laughs> Bring back all those MTV shows. The best was Pit My Ride UK because, like, they just did not have the budget that fucking Pit My Ride the US had. So it's just these shitty fucking like uh japanese sports cars that were just souped up to look even worse than they came in <laughs> so you said you like oranges here's a blender in your 
you said that one time you thought about the color green. So we've done everything <laughs> green inside and out. You can't see out the windows. <laughs> <laughs> because they're green now. <laughs> well, all those shows were so ridiculous. Oh my god. And I used to watch the the, the best was um like all the dating shows as well. Like, oh god. Um like next. What was next? <laughs> it was um it was like I think there was like four or five people on a bus and right. they were the like they were they they were meant to go on a date with one person who was outside of the bus. So <laughs> they did like they did like a straight one and a gay one. So say like there would be a guy outside of the bus and he has to date five girls inside. Right. And each of the girls have one hour to convince I remember the guy this. To, to choose them I to do go on a remember date with. this. And for every hour that they were there for, they got a dollar. Yeah, I remember this. And then the at any point the guy show. the guy could say next and if he said next, the girl got no money. <laughs> but if she got to the end of the date and he was like, I wanna choose you, she could be like, No, I'll take the sixty bucks instead. <laughs> <laughs> and like all the intros were so funny. Do you ever look did you ever watch there was a watch called a watch mojo video of like top 10 reality shows that were banned yeah or that got cancelled there was one that was like like you wonder what fucking sociopaths come up with these shows but it was like there was a family that were struggling like financially basically and basically if they lasted a month they'd be given 250k right but for the whole month they'd have to watch a video of a family who are more impoverished than they are and they'd have to watch them give like you know testimony videos and they'd have to watch them every day Jesus. For thirty days, and at the end, and they so go like, up. and I was just like, "Who the fuck comes up with these? Sh- what psychopath comes up with these shows?" The other one was that there was a basically they get a black and get a black family and a white family, <gasps> and they make the white family black. They like yeah. they and then they, they make the black family white, and then they talk about their so experiences. Fucked. It was one episode on. Um, I think it was called White versus. It was called something really fucking heinous as well. I remember watching it going like, "Jesus Christ." Like, these people are monsters coming up with a show like this. All for money, like, as well. Yeah. Then there was that uh, Japanese one. Takeshi's Castle. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember the name of it. Well, Japanese game shows are another breed now, let's and be real. Was, it was like a re- reality show, but, like, very early on. I'm talking, like, late 90s, early 2000s, like, kind of too early. Mm. Um, was this like pre Big Brother? Was it? Because pre Big Brother really did change the game. Like, I think it was like two thousand and one. I know Tracy Emin when she did. No, it was even before that because Tracy Emin credits as as one a change in British culture. Like it was just yeah. a new thing. But uh, the, anyway, sorry, go on. The Japanese one. It's like it's just a guy in a room. He gets put like he wasn't told about anything. He went to audition for something, got chosen wasn't told anything got put in all his clothes were taken he got put into a room and basically he had to like win a certain amount of money and and things off magazine competitions and once he won a certain amount of money off magazine competitions he could get out what was in there for like 18 months what the fuck that is so evil i think after after like a good while after like a good few and like he wasn't told what was happening just that he Jesus. had to win the stuff. And after a while, he like he won and he got out and they they brought him to Korea 
to party and then be like, yeah, Some you won, fucking party you that would be. Imagine how and emotionally detached you'd be from everybody after, after, after 18 after the months party, on your own. They put him back in the room. Oh, for God's <laughs> <laughs> put him back in that room. And Why? he had to do it for another little while. So it was like everything was fake. Do you know what I mean? Like in yeah. the world. And then when he like won that again, I think that the like four walls around him like fell down and he was in front of a live studio audience. Oh, for fuck's sake. But be... the whole time that he was in there, the door was unlocked. He could have left any time. He could have left any time. That is mad disturbing. Hate it. <sighs> and I think for a while there was like a live stream of him twenty four seven online. So yeah. like kind of the start of of the internet like being used for for that kind of shit. That's fucking Jesus, that's something else. Mm. Eighteen months is a long ass time. I think it was eighteen months. Wow. And just for just for a few clicks on a, yeah. I heard this on the, like one other podcast that I listen to apart from yours. You listen to mine. I've listened <laughs> to one or two episodes. <laughs> no one listens to mine. <laughs> no one's ever heard of it. Do you know? Actually, it's funny. I got I got recognized for the first time ever for the podcast like two months ago. Oh yeah. How do you think I got recognized? Oh how? My laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was like, "I heard that cackle. I knew I knew it." <laughs> It's in fibers. I was like, thank you. <laughs> you got a strong laugh. Thanks. It, it, like, it, I, it's me. <laughs> well, I hope so, because it's 90% of what this episode is. Ooh. 40% of tattooing is just changing blows. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of requirements for it, because like, like, I'd, I'd, I'd hate... I've seen tattoos that are getting infected and you're like, Jesus Christ, who fucking lets you away with that? <gasps> like My fucking grandmother. Right. <laughs> oh my God. That's not who you, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> she, okay, so she's over from Uruguay at the moment. Right. So she's over and I gave her a tattoo. Oh, nice. Lovely. Yeah, and it's super cute. It's a nice little leaf. Um, oh, don't tell me she didn't look Instagram. after it. What? Don't tell me she didn't look after it. So last night she comes to my house for dinner. <laughs> And, you know, she sits down and we're all, like, having a chat or whatever. Mm. And then, I don't know where she's like, oh, Alexi, um, I don't really know what's happening, but my, my ta- I think my tattoo is a bit infected. Mm. And, um, you know, it's gone, it's gone all, like, red and it's, it's really hot. And, you know, I, I nearly fainted the other day. Jesus. Um, you know, I, I, I've called the police and I told them it was you. <laughs> She got me so good. I thought that I had like, you know, Oh, she was lying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. She's, she's fibbing. All right. <laughs> oh. Touche, granny. Touche. Very good. She really got me. Because I've seen some fucking disaster stories with people getting super, just not looking after them. Because the worst thing is they fade like crazy if you don't look after them. Yeah, you got to look after them, but it's like. Do you recommend like the oil stuff or? Um. I'll, I'll talk to you through what, what I recommend afterwards. Okay. Um, I feel like everyone recommends different things. Um, and then for like, they can talk, sorry. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk more into the microphone. You're all good. For sticking folks, I feel like there's a different, like it's slightly different than taking care of like a big, huge machine tattoo as well. Mm. Like I think sticking folks kind of heal 
Well, my the one of my leg healed very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. It was quite. It was quite. The funny thing was, it was like um, for a while, it was like elevated. Yeah. If that makes sense, the line, and I was just like, don't fucking touch it. Yeah. <laughs> but you keep kind of going, ooh, <laughs> groove. Sorry, I'm just gonna get <laughs> needle. Speaking of, actually, if you were to recommend anything for somebody trying to get into the business, what would you recommend? Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> just get a Simple kit. Simple as. Get a kit. Uh, tattoo yourself. Tattoo some loved ones. And and just keep practicing. <laughs> and if your first tattoo is not very good, um, well, obviously. I don't think anybody's <laughs> first one's gonna be good. Like. I like. I think it was my my second tattoo. Mm. Was so good. Oh really? You know the little sock that I have on my arm. Yes, I do know. That. Yeah, that was I my do. second tattoo. Really? And it was so sick. And I was like, oh my God, I I don't even need to practice anymore. <laughs> and then I did another one and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It's just, I, I was a little drunk when I did it and I spent like like a solid two and a half hours doing that little sock. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you can get like full kits that, you know, it's just like for one signature tattoo online. So you get like, you know, maybe like one or two needles and you get like a little alcohol wipe and some stencil mm. paper and like a little sachet of, of stencil stuff, like to put the stencil on the skin. Mm. And it comes with instructions and 100% read the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Then, yeah, I think that would be advised. <laughs> once like once you start doing it and you're feeling a bit more confident, like reach out to other artists that, that you like. Worst case scenario, they don't reply to you, that's it. Yeah. You know? Um I like I was always and I'm still a bit scared to reach out to other tattoo artists. Oh, I, I think reaching out to anybody is it, it's nerve-wracking. It's, it's yeah, nerve-wracking. Some, some people yeah. are so good at it and I'm just like like I don't know, I'll write out a message and then I I wanna get sick and I'm just like I can't believe Oh, no, I, that I think I can start a conversation with someone. <laughs> it's awful. Like I, I'm with you. Like I can, I can talk to someone in a bar, in in a social, in any social setting, and be like, "Hey, by the way, just to let you know, if you want to come on, let me know." But when I have to write people messages, which yeah. happens every so often, that shit fucking stresses me out to no end. It's so scary. Because you want it, you want. You, it's weird because you want it look like you're a fan, but you also don't want to look like you're annoying, as in like needy and stuff. It's yeah. it's a. <laughs> It's a balance. <laughs> Nine times, thankfully now, I've, I've only ever had one person say no yeah. to coming on. I've got people not responding, but I've only ever had one people... Who were they? Name and shame. No, I'm not going to name and shame them. <laughs> but I only ever had one people, person say no, and their reason was actually quite nice. It's like, we just don't have enough stuff out yet that would constitute going on and that's talking right. for an hour. It's like, that's fine. But uh, yeah, most like most people get back to me. It's quite nice now that they get back to me. Like, like even if, even if the, the episode never happens for whatever is our reason stuff comes up and they get busy and stuff like if it doesn't happen like a month or two later they're still just like just let you know we're still yeah. in touch you, we, we will still go on <laughs> no, I really just oh it's putting yourself out there it's the worst yeah. it's awful <laughs> yeah. like I hate doing all the Instagram stuff and it's not that like it's not that I hate it it's just that I think I'm coming across as like really cringe no, I and, I don't think so. And really annoying and stuff. So I, you know, there's a certain amount of letting go that I have to do. Mm. 
I think I'm getting better at it. I don't know. No, it is. And it's, it's like everyone, uh, like other tattoo artists that I've spoken to about this have felt the same. So it's kind of nice knowing that I'm not, I'm not alone in feeling like that. No, I, it's, it's, it's hard. It is hard, especially when you do something that's quite as personal as tattooing as well. Yeah. Are you going to read Britney Spears' autobiography, her memoir? Oh, I am, yeah. I care about <laughs> JT's tiny dick. What? It's kind of thing. She like outs Justin Timberlake as having a tiny penis. <laughs> Oh, I was about to say poor JT, but JT's done nah, some questionable fucking thing. Yeah, he's, he's fine. He's okay. done some questionable little things. That the Janet Jackson thing, yeah, fucking annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> he's, he's fine. He's he'll be okay with his tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing wrong with a tiny penis. Nope, it's not the size is how you use it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he used it for evil. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were a fucking Bible preacher, Alexi. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi's had a snake, by the way, wrapped around her shoulders and has been farming it <laughs> with Bible verses for the whole podcast. <laughs> That's the actual tattoo you're getting. Is the snake, is it? Yeah. <laughs> A snake wrapped around a Bible verse. Sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't possibly tattoo that. Tattoo I don't a... think that would translate into my style. No. <laughs> There's been a few times where, like, various places that I've worked, I've said that I do tattoos. And people have asked me for tattoos that I like. I simply... It's not that I don't want to do them. It's that I just wouldn't be able to do them. Mm you know like you know as soon as you say that do you know what it reminds me of because and i feel like it's very applicable to you it's like that family guy bit where it's stewie tattooing someone and he's like so what do you want here and he goes i want a skull he goes well i'm gonna give you a nice little flower and he's like but i want a skull he goes it's a nice flower (laughs) to be fair you are tattooing i don't want to relate to 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 family family guy guy, but that is me i guess well you are tattooing a skeleton on me now to be fair I am probably as, this is probably as metal as you'd go. Is it? <laughs> I yeah. actually think it's quite a beautiful tattoo. Now to be fine, I think very, it's really cute. Even though I haven't seen it, I I can't think of a more metal tattoo that I've done. Well, Bosch is pretty metal. Bosch is yeah. <laughs> Bosch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that song? Oh, there's a fucking Madonna song that I've been listening to like crazy. It's the one that has the um. Oh my God! What the hell is it called? What is it I can't stop listening to it and I can't remember the name of it. Please tell me. Do you know what's like the country? It's like. Yeah, yeah, that one. It's just something. I fucking love that song. It's such a good song. Hell yeah. That is a very good song. No, but Donald's got some fucking bangers. like. does. You know, she's only played Ireland, I think, twice. My mom went to one of those. Was the one in the Aviva, was it? or? Um, I don't know. There was one in the Aviva, and I think she might... No, she didn't do Slane. There was another... She might have done Krug Park or something, but that's that's the only time she's played Ireland. I don't yeah. know why she doesn't play more often. Are you going to get? Are you gonna go see Taylor Swift? Um, I would love to. Oh, I'd kill to go to that show now, to be honest. I would really love to. I mean, I like Taylor Swift. Do you know who's the support for it? 
Paramore. Paramore. <laughs> I do. I know that. I That's when you know you're probably them. the biggest musician in the world. Is that when you have a band like Paramore as your supporting <laughs> act? <laughs> no, Taylor. Like Taylor, she's not really like she wouldn't be my type of pop music now, to yeah. be honest. But I still really, I think she's cool. Like I do like her. I wouldn't mind seeing the film, but yeah, because I have that. I have that luminous for Odeon, so I can go see it whenever I want. <laughs> like the film of the, the just Air the Eras tour is meant the film's meant yeah. to be amazing like I just like I don't really know if I deserve to go to the Taylor Swift concert <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> um you're not worthy like <laughs> <laughs> no it's like I like her but I'm not like a diehard fan well I've and seen... I also like know almost no Paramore songs ah uh, really yeah hmm. Paramore pretty good they've got some good tunes Hayley Williams is just is one of the most powerhouse vocalists you'll ever see. Like the, her vocal range is insane. I've never seen Paramore either, actually. Now, Ooh. I'm just hooking up the, the skeleton hand a little bit. That's all right. And then we can have a look. Oh, sweet. Um, I think it would be cute to add like a few little dots inside of the balloon, like close to the lines, so it's not like it's not full. Well, what, what, look, literally, what, whatever you want, like is no, fine. No, no, no. You're gonna look at it, and then you're gonna decide. Okay. It's not whatever I want because this is your tattoo on your body. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've not been tattooed. I thought you were tattooing an orange peel the whole time. <laughs> no, I've tattooed my my fruit for the day. Oh yeah, Alexi showed me a tattoo of a pumpkin. <laughs> On a pumpkin. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I just think it's really funny. And cute. It is. It's hilarious. You were, like, you were so underwhelmed <laughs> by my tattoo of a pumpkin on a pumpkin. I like the tattoo. It's just you kept going. You kept saying it was like it's a tattoo of a pumpkin on a pumpkin. <laughs> Like it was some new form of modern art. <laughs> you telling me it's not? It could be. Depends how you pitch it. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't possibly pitch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found this like absolutely delightful little pumpkin today in this farmer's market that apparently happens yeah, where every was Saturday. Where was that market? Because you just randomly like, messaged more, me. More that way. So like you came from the lowest. Yeah. So it would have been the other direction. Okay. So I, I got the bus in today. Right. I do usually get the lowest in, so I wouldn't be like at that side a lot. Mm. But yeah, it was just super busy. And then I saw people like walking around with these really nice bouquets of dried flowers. And I was like, <laughs> who's, who's selling bouquets of dried flowers and not telling me about it? <laughs> so I went to check it out. Delightful. It's there every Saturday. Nice. Yeah. Very do you cute. Love, do you love a good farmer's market? Yeah. There used to be, there used to be a really good one in um, the three arena. They used to be, you used to be able to buy like good, like uh, good farmer grown food. Yeah. Now it was expensive, but Jesus Christ, we brought it home. It was absolutely to die for. To die for. To die for. <laughs> yes, I think it's a handsome pumpkin. I bought two other pumpkins that I was going to tattoo on and I forgot to bring them with me. <laughs> uh, so I'm so happy that I found this one because this one is so much better. Well, it's green as well. It's not even the normal orange. It's like almost, it's almost blue. Yeah, How it's green. weird like looking. It's, it's cool. I think it's so pretty. And then the stalk is like, it's giving Cinderella 
<laughs> it's it's giving magical. It's tatted up. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> so many things went wrong with my day. What? <laughs> but like the fact that the sun was shining and that I found this pumpkin <laughs> made everything good. Life only goes up from here. <laughs> yeah. So good. I actually, if I was in a in a bad mood today, today would have been the worst day ever. But I was just vibing. <laughs> I explain it. I may need to sit up because my arm has gone yeah, completely yeah, yeah. fucked. Let's go. Let's go. The reveal. Ooh. My ass is pretty sore. <laughs> Open your nose. Sorry, straight. Oh, let's see. That looks beautiful. That looks fucking gorgeous. I'm over the moon with that. Yeah, do you know what I mean about people who do that? And you guys, near the line. Oh, sweet. Is that us then? That's it. Sweet. <laughs> the verdict is in. He hates it. I f- it's so. It's it's, the w- it's awful. <laughs> oh no! Thank you so much. That's absolutely he fantastic. Hates the tattoo of boobs that I've done. <laughs> it is a pair of boobs. <laughs> the skeleton arm holding boobs. <laughs> Let me get another look at it, seriously. <laughs> I'm absolutely over the moon for that. So cute. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, if you don't mind, could I take some photos? Yeah, work away. Oh. Right. Uh, actually, before we start taking photos, we'll, we'll tie up the podcast because it is like two and a half hours long. And what we'll do, this is the part where you get to promote yourself. Oh, God. So, first question I normally ask at this point is, what do you enjoy most about what you do? Oh, it's, you know what? Sorry. It's just really nice to be having the conversation now without having to focus on something else as well. <laughs> Going to be saying a lot more normal stuff. <laughs> what my favorite thing about what I do. Yeah. Um, I get like, it's really nice. Just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that like, was the part. I had questions written down and that yeah. was the most like, no, we're just vibing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know. Like whether I know the person who's coming in to get tattooed or it's a stranger. Mm. Um, it's just really nice having that like half an hour to fucking four hours or whatever. Um, we're having a chat. You don't really know what's going to come up and things do get a bit like therapy-esque sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a while ago, I did a tattoo on a girl and she she, she had like a lot of the same problems as me in, in art college. Mm. And like in in art in general as well, everybody was telling her that her stuff is like too cutesy and not developed enough. So we were vibing really hard talking about that. While I was tattooing something that I like really really liked on her as well, and just like every every encounter is different, and I, I like that. I like that every time I go in to do a tattoo. It's a no, it's I, it's it's amazing to put something personal on people and have a personal connection with them in the little two hours three hours yeah. that you have. It must yeah, be a yeah. lovely feeling. Uh, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me r- rotting in my bed most days. Give <laughs> <laughs> <Do> the address. <laughs> Please send help. Um, bring me chocolate. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram uh, at mimosa tattoos, mimosa dot tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, mimosa like the flower. 
and also the cocktail. <laughs> um, I always thought it was the flower. I never thought of the cocktail. <laughs> and TikTok's the same, but my, my TikTok's not really popping off just yet. Who knows though? I might get silly on TikTok. After this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so that I'm, I'm over the moon with it. I'm just, I can't wait to just look at it. Are we happy? Like I think I think it looks really no, nice. it looks awesome. I'm I'm okay. I'm delighted with it. Thank okay, you so let's much. go. Let's go wrap you let's up. Let's go take those photos and wrap up. All right, thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Be back next week for another one. <laughs> Thank you. I think that went very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> so that is the end of our episode for this week. I want to give a huge thank you again for Alexi for coming on. That was not an easy episode for her to record. That required a lot of concentration and a lot of conversations. So uh, a million thanks to her, especially for the amazing tattoo that I got. You can view it on her Instagram page. I'm a Mosa Tattoo. It's also be on my Instagram post about this episode. But um, yeah, massive thank you to Alexi. Make sure to go follow her page and get some bookings. And uh, on my end, just uh, if you want to hear more episodes like the one you just heard, please give the podcast a follow so you get updated. Genuinely does very much help me out. And uh, I guess just have a really, really lovely week. Thank you so much for listening to the whole episode. We'll be back again soon for a new episode. Thank you and goodbye.